This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. You're listening to 101.9 IFM. I'm Benji Shulman. This is the New Blue Review. And uh, as always, we have on the line Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa talking to us about Parliament and what is going on there. Rob, welcome to the show. Good morning, Benji. I trust you are well. Very, very good. Uh, tell us, Rob, what should we be expecting to see coming out of Parliament this week? There's quite a bit on the go, actually. There's a few continuations from, from last year through, uh, through the holidays and a few amendment bills which have been, been reintroduced. One of concern is around this issuing of social grants and how, how that is going to be handled. And it's called the social, I'm actually looking for the correct terminology because it's quite a mouthful here. <laughs> it's around the social, social grants and the issuing of, um, social grants and how they will be uh, ex- executed and, and so on. One major, one major concern in the social assistance amendment act and the regulations provided around that is, um, the types of social grants that are, are now introduced. And there's a whole plethora of, of new social grants, which most people might not even be aware of. Um, for instance, the, uh, grants for older persons, then there are additional payments linked to older persons grants. There's a disability grant, a war veterans grant, a grant in aid, which is quite a generic, uh, description there. A grant linked to child support, and then a child support grant, a foster child grant, a care dependency grant, and then the one of most interest, which is a social relief or of distress grant. So that relates to the major change in in this amendment, which is around um, the providing of assistance in the case of uh, emergencies or case of of a disaster, which is what we're seeing now. So. My feeling behind this is that it's possibly an extension of the 350 rand social grant that was issued because of COVID. Then we're going to see an extension of that and maybe a permanent application thereof. How the country will afford that will obviously be through uh, taxation and, and so on um, from the uh, registered 3.1 million and active taxpayers. Um, supporting uh, what we're seeing now is that almost 20 million grants, which is not the ideal situation to be in in, in our country. Um, it's, I mean, it's another, very interesting, Rob, when you yeah. talk about the issue of grants. Uh, you know, there, there has been a bit of a fight between uh, legal groups and the government and, and Sasser and whatever uh, about uh, about the, the 350 rand grant because they, they have taken it off the table. So what you're saying is, is you think that with the change in the law, they're actually just trying to expand uh, the number of potential grant categories uh, so that they can they can start to bring these grants more into society in general, but in a, in a way that sort of looks more legalistic than just the sort of one or 350 rand thing that we've been seeing. That's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And they've, they've introduced um, different legal processes around that as well. So if – around classification of who fits into what category. So if you – applied for a grant under a certain condition, then it would be up to the agency to decide uh, whether you are uh, applicable to that. However, now they've introduced a tribunal um, which removes the court process from from this whole dis- uh, dispute process. And this is a common thing that we've, we've been seeing introduced into a lot of state agencies lately, where they're trying to avoid uh, people going to to the courts to to dispute any decisions made by any any state agency. These tribunals have um, immense power, 
um, it is expensive to apply to, to be heard before before a tribunal. And the tribunal is uh, indiscriminate. It, it's supposed to be indiscriminate, but it's appointed by uh, either the president or the minister. And it can be made up of, of literally anyone that they, they decide, which raises rather cons- a lot of concern there. And that brings it into... Uh, the types of social grants. So if they're going to introduce a separate type or separate category, then your only way of, of disputing that would be through this tribunal, which in most cases will never rule against the agency. So it's a, a very difficult process. And if you want to dispute the tribunal, then you have to, on your own accord, take that to court. And nobody receiving a social grant can, can do that. So that's a, I mean, how many, Rob, I mean, like, <laughs> What is the point of this tribunal in general? I mean, how often do people dispute uh, categories of social grants that they're in or, uh, you know, is this like a common issue that people have? Well, I wouldn't say it is. But when you're applying for, for a grant and it gets turned down, then you would normally have the opportunity to approach the court uh, or um, reapply to the agency un- under a different under a different category. Now you have to go through this tribunal, and they decide on your application whether it should be reassessed or whether the agency should should comply. It's it's a very convoluted process, which which seems to uh, place a lot of power within the agency itself, so that they can control who receives grants and who doesn't apply for certain grants. I mean, it's also interesting that, you know, there's been a lot of chatter from uh, uh, social justice groups and also inside the ANC driving for this, what they're calling the universal basic income grant, uh, where they would give literally everyone in South Africa a certain amount of money uh, every month and then claim it back if they thought that you didn't uh, kind of uh, deserve it. So it also sounds like they might be setting up an infrastructure for that uh, in some of these uh, legislative uh, agendas. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. And yeah, you're absolutely correct that the universal basic income will fall part of this. Whether the country can afford an extra, I think it was estimated 187 billion rand per annum to fund the universal universal basic income is another story. But yes, there again, it's a very, very, I want to say socialist approach to, to governance where you're trying to make most of the population dependent on government. Whereas in my opinion, the correct way would be to reduce the number of, of social grants and and uh, reduce the size of that agency and all expenses involved involved with it. You want to self-empower people rather than make them dependent. But, yeah, this is the way we seem to be moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. A very, very interesting uh, development there. Rob, if people want to comment on uh, these new grants uh, and other elements of the... the um, are the elements of this particular amendment? Uh, where where can they do that and how? We will be launching it on our website today, dsnafrica.co.za, and we'll provide all the necessary information that people need to establish their their opinion. And each and every one of those opinions that are, are made on our website will be sent as individual comments to to the relevant minister, and hopefully will influence the outcome of of this. And that's on our website dsouthafrica.co.za there you go yeah a very crucial important uh, issue uh can we afford all of these things that the government wants to uh, cost us whether it's this or the nhi or uh you know a whole range of uh, all sorts of other issues 
who knows? But in the meantime, you can comment on the social grant element. Rob, so thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat to you again next week. Fantastic, Benji. Thanks for having me on. Have a lovely week ahead. There we go. Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Go have a look at their site. Uh, do a bit of commenting. Uh, get your voice heard. Uh, if uh, <clears throat> enough people comment on stuff uh, uh, and comment properly, it actually makes a big difference in how uh, the laws that govern your and mine and everyone's lives are actually actually done and actually created. So uh, go ahead and do that. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back just after this. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Hi FM. I'm Benji Shulman. This is the new Blue Review. And welcome to uh, the final few minutes of the show. I wanted to end the show today, um, just like a number of my colleagues at Hi FM have been doing over the last uh, couple of days, um, just to pay tribute to a member of our team that lost his life uh, recently and, and was an important part of the show, uh, DJ Flo. And uh, you know, I knew DJ Flo uh, at High FM primarily and initially because uh, he was uh, one of the people who worked on the sound and the social media when it came to, to this show in particular. So he would, uh, I would see him and he would help uh, upload stuff onto Twitter and upload stuff onto Facebook whenever we have a show that's interesting or, or there's some sort of connection. Uh, obviously, we put stuff on social media and that has to be managed. Uh, and DJ Flow was uh, was part of, of that process. And that's how I came to know him uh, in general. And, and then I think a lot of members of of the station, the the, the presenters, etc., uh, were came to know him initially. Uh, but DJ Flow as time went on and we got to know him better, actually started to have a greater impact on the show, even though he's not a, not a producer per, or per se, uh, or wasn't a producer for the show, he had an impact. And the reason was that uh, DJ Flo was, was many things. And one of them was uh, someone who was absolutely passionate about hip-hop. Uh, he loved the local hip-hop scene and he could speak uh, literally for hours uh, about it and about what was new and upcoming with young people that were coming up in, in the community uh, of, of hip-hop. And occasionally he would bring me hip-hop uh, artists uh, that were also relevant to the station. So uh, at, at one point we, we ended up interviewing someone who uh, did uh, local hip-hop from, from just down the road uh, in, uh, in, in the East Rand, uh, and we, we did a couple of, of others. And, and so whenever Flo had someone who was in the genre, who uh, was was also applicable to the show, then we would play them uh, and give them a, a bit of a boost and sort of support local as lacquer. Uh, and, and, and that was how uh, occasionally on the show you would end up hearing hip-hop, uh, which I should say is not really my, <laughs> uh, my musical genre. So uh, he really sort of contributed in this way. And as soon as we went down to lockdown, uh, he took on uh, additional responsibilities uh, on my show and many others because now, uh, as I'm sure you know, we actually broadcast from home. I'm doing this from my study. I'm not in studio. Uh, and that requires an additional person to link the Skype to the studio uh, so that you can hear it and, uh, and, so that we can do the, and so that we can do the show. Uh, and Flo became the official linker uh, and the person who organized the linking between 
between Skype and, and a lot of uh, the presenters on the on the on the daytime show got to know him uh, because he was th- that guy that did it. Uh, whenever I I haven't been in the I haven't been in the office and I haven't been in the station for basically a year now because of of lockdown. Uh, but whenever I did before and, and I bumped into Flo, it was always someone I could re- rely upon to uh, give me an honest and fresh perspective about issues that were going on, which was very helpful for me to understand um, my work at the station and, and the work that I did. He was always enthusiastic and always helpful, and he was an important part of our team here, not just on High FM, uh, uh, and, but on this show in particular. Um, and I'm going to miss him. Uh, and uh, and I think that our station is going to miss him. And uh, he he made a contribution for for a man who was very very young. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to take that opportunity to to thank him uh, for his contribution to our show and just to say uh, that we'll miss him and condolences to to his family. That brings us to the end of the show for today. Thank you for everyone who does help make the show. Uh, what it is, Senna, who is on the production, uh, Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons, Vusi, who sits on the sound, and thank you to you, uh, dear listeners, uh, who do tune into the show every single week. We'll be back next week, Monday, on the new Blue Review. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.